0: Time for a change? Then this podcast is for you. You're listening to AHA Moments with Coach Ka. a podcast filled with everyday conversations with the goal of building better relationships, unlearning and relearning, and being present as a spiritual being, helping you free your mind of any fear-based thoughts that are holding you back and cultivate an inspired awareness that can encourage you to take action over your life. Here's your host, Coach Ka.
1: Greetings, everyone, and I thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast with me, your host, Coach Kopp. This is episode number uh, six, and it's just an honor to be sharing this space once again with you for this week here. Today's podcast was inspired from last week's podcast with, you know, why do guys, nice guys finish last? There's something I said in there that stuck with me, a thought that stuck with me about You matter. So today's podcast, I'm talking about you matter. <laughs> yes, yes, you matter. We've been lied to for just about everything that we know about this system that we are in today. Lied about our religion. We, li- we were lied to about sex. We were lied to about politics. We were lied to about school. We were lied to about history. Our history is very important. Because how how are you going to know not to repeat history if you don't know where we come from? We were lied to about our own bodies. We lied to about our foods that we're eating today. Seems like today we're eating food like meals versus food itself. Things have become seedless. Just everything you can think about, even God. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, there's been wars, (laughs) wars over God and who's this and who's that. And um, it's just a lot going on in the world today. And out of all of that, I'm here to tell you that you matter. For a system to go to great lengths to hide the truth on our very existence says a lot about you and I. It says a lot about how we got started here. Even when we're coming from the religious background, when the Bible's opened up about the beginning, uh, the beginning is talking about us as the homo sapiens sapiens, but it wasn't necessarily the beginning of time. And this is where a lot of debates, arguments, and fights come in at. When the Bible mentions in the translations of the world today, the translation that we are using today the Bible mentions in Genesis 126, and and God said, let us make man and out of our own image and likeness. You know, you you think about your mind oftentimes rush or, or, or come to a place of you thinking about the beginning of time. And when you start doing your own research and start looking things up yourself, homo sapiens sapiens, we haven't been here that long. So therefore, you think that, you know, we're just really getting started, but there have been... Our cousins, our relatives, our ancestors were here before us. Something happened to us because our ancestors had bigger heads than we have. We have a lot of researchers out there. Even scientists have proved certain things. They may not can prove everything, but they were proving to us that there have been our cousins and ancestors here. And their, their body structures were a lot bigger and different than what we are. Yes, the Bible even has fragments in there talking about the, 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 the different beings that were here and what has taken over this particular earth setting. But out of all of that, that has taken place and happened to us, I want to tell you today that you matter. We have been lied to about a lot of things, like I've said earlier, and one of the main things, well, they're all are <laughs> main things. I mean, everything matters, especially our history, and that will set things apart but when you're dealing with religion because we're dealing with religion and spirituality and things of that nature and knowing who you are because you're more than just a physical body just so you know you, you should know that by now how you feel you have an emotional perspective about yourself and definitely everything's spiritual everything we do is spiritual it starts from the spirit world you know uh, when you think about a fruit you think about its seed all we can do is plant the seed and water it but something comes forth from an invisible world because if you take a seed and don't plant it and you just crack it open yourself you won't get what it's coming from the invisible world so you too is coming from an invisible world and this is what we call the world of spirit spirituality and we were lied to about god because when you go back to the original bible we're dealing with translations here now that we're here when you go back to the original Bible, when you look at the original Bible and you got different versions of that, but the original Bible speaks of gods with an S. So it makes you wonder why is man tampering with this stuff? So I look at this and say that, you know, a lot of the religions today are man made, not God made. But yet a lot of people may speak against religion and religion has had its place because it's a part of the system. But we're living in a a dispensation now that we're moving into the Aquarius age if we're not in it. from, From some people, we're already in it. But nonetheless, we're moving into a different age, I would like to say. And now what we regard as the information age, as I'm speaking this in 2022, should ignorance be still bliss? Or should we now know the truth and go further back and stop just... Arguing amongst ourselves, but yet believing those that are in authority that what they say their word is true, like the preachers and bishops and all of these other people in church tell us what the Bible says, but yet we don't read the Bible for ourselves. I'm trying to tell you that you matter and you should start looking things up for yourself to figure out what's really going on and why things are the way they are. For example, this is probably just a short snippet, but I just want to to encourage you to always look deeper into the matter here because you're, you're, I see a lot of us are struggling to, to survive in a system. Survive in this earth, in this world that we're living in. We may think that all we must do is go to work and just work to pay off debt. Some of us are still stuck in that loop, but you matter. You're here for a purpose. It's like that fruit is here for a reason. You're here for a reason. You're here for a purpose. And perhaps that purpose may be nothing to other people, but you're here. You might as well uh, create the life that you want. Look on the inside because the Bible does have it right about this part of that. The kingdom of God is within you. It's not on the outside of you. The Bible even mentions that the temple of God is within the body. It's within you. But man-made religion has put the temple outside of you. And I'm not saying anything is right or wrong about that. But let's get the perspective straight. If God is going to dwell in any temple, why can't God dwell within you?
0: experience more make sure to hit that subscribe button
1: now can you tell me anything that can live outside of its source fish that is birthed and born in water can it survive on land does it not have the capacity to live in water look at yourself can you live outside of what we call god Yes, the church should be a great place to build community, bring community together, build your community, do things of that nature. But when when churches aren't thinking in that term, but thinking in terms of being rich like everything else and as a part of the system, oftentimes I'm just trying to tell you in so many words, the church is not or I should say religion itself is not telling you everything that you need to know. That's the flaw that I've discovered by being in it as long as I've had been in religion and i had to understand that even with my vision even with a good heart even with good intentions you can't change people's hearts and minds they got to want to do it for themselves you can plant a seed you can love them you can nourish them you can be nice to them you can be kind to them but when the truth comes and it goes against their uh, belief system i've learned through experience people will rather question the truth but yet hold on to their belief. You see, I too used to be a pastor. I pastored with my father for nine years in New York, and then I came to Charlotte, North Carolina back in 2012, but didn't start a ministry until, uh, excuse me, 2010, excuse me. And I didn't start a ministry until 2012, lasted about six or seven years, not because I wasn't doing well. I've done very well in a place that no one knows me. I said in the last episode, I have had strangers, be so kind to me and bless me and wanted to hear me doing very well. But uh, through my experience, which was a great experience, I realized something about the truth. You see, truth is not as much congregational as people may think. As long as you're speaking their belief, as long as you're speaking what they already know, and you're telling stories and you're just flipping the strip a couple of times and you're maybe sh- changing a couple of words around. But yet they already know what you mean. Now you have their attention. But when you go deeper deeper. And understanding more about pointing them to the kingdom of God within themselves. And you started pointing out some uh, contradictions that are even in the Bible, or seeing how the Bible has taken certain scripts and manuscripts out of certain areas and out of certain hieroglyphs and manuscripts and put it together into a, and formed a Bible. Yeah, I said it was man made, and we all know it's man made. But yet it came from somewhere else and they made the somewhere else, made the somewhere else look like the somewhere else was evil. I'm going somewhere with this. So I realize when you speak to a congregation. The truth is not always congregational. But it's individual. I'm going to repeat that because that was an aha moment for me. No one was there when I had my aha moments. So I want to congratulate you if you're really vibing with me and understanding what I'm truly trying to say to you. I'm not saying that uh, what you believe is right or wrong. You have a right to believe whatever you believe. I'm not here to even bash the church or religion or what it's doing to the people. But being in it, I know I see so much and I can feel so many people are still not knowing And hurting on the inside of themselves. I can feel how they are still stuck in a loop of forever searching and never coming to the answers that they're looking for. But yet there are certain parts of the Bible that says the kingdom is something that is on the inside. The Bible couldn't really point directly to the kingdom of God. It can only give you an example or a parable. It's like a seed. It's the, it's the mustard seed, something that is very small to the eye. It can only point, but it can never tell you. Only you can experience the kingdom within yourself. I too can't tell you what the kingdom of God is to you. But I know for me, it's something that is very, very creative. It's something that is, it makes me happy on the inside. It's something that keeps me from danger It keeps me elevating It keeps me creating more and more of the life That I desire to live So I understood as I began to teach The congregation that, that, that spirit has allowed me to speak to That I realized truth is not necessarily congregational But it is individual And when you begin to wake up out of that You can begin to share your truth In hopes that that will still stimulate Some people's minds, the hope that they can look at themselves and maybe make a difference in them life. Because I'm not seeing you as being broken. I'm not going to see you as someone that actually needs my help. I just want to see you that we can come together and expand and grow and evolve together. I don't want to see you as broken because God doesn't, He doesn't make anything broken. I'm using he in these terms like that because I know this is where we're at. But at the truth of the matter is God, I, I can't label it a he, a she and all of those things. And so now we're making God as a man. Even the Bible speaks about that. Is God a man that he shall lie? You see? What they have taught us about ourselves that we should not look at ourselves as God or expressions of God because when I say God it's like no we can't be why because we've been conditioned to believe a lie more than we can believe the truth so when someone comes and brings the truth we make them the liar we make them to be the the victim the, 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 the bully we make them to be the one that is in error because this is what they conditioned us to believe in so that which can help us we say is evil
0: You're listening to AHA Moments with Coach Kopp.
1: We never question why we believe what we believe in. So that's why I'm I'm here to to, to let you know, just to let you know in an inspiring way that you matter. You deserve to know the truth. You deserve to know that you don't deserve to go with the Bible says hell. Do you even know what that is? You're more than that. You shouldn't have to fear a God you have never seen. Have you thought about that? You shouldn't have to fear a God you've never seen. Wow. Most of us is probably kicking back right now. No, the Bible says this. Okay. But the Bible also says God is love. So what are you going to do with that? The Bible says many things. and One thing I've noticed in the Bible, I think it was 1 Timothy chapter 6. In chapter six, verse number 10. Don't quote me on this. But it mentioned about the love of money is the root of all evil. And I'm not here to teach you anything. I just want to stimulate thought. Because I'm, I'm looking at my experience and I'm thinking about the world we live in today. You look at the world we live in today, everything focuses on. Money, everything, just about everybody, or I should even say the majority of people wake up and do one or two things. you either working for money or money is already working for you. And it mentions that the love of money is the root of all evil. When I look at money, I see money as neutral. I'm going to repeat that. When I look at money through my experience, I look at money as neutral. It's up to each individual uh, what, on how and what they're going to do with it. Not all money is clean. Even in, in church, you better pray over the money. I told you earlier, there, there's been wars fought over God. Some money was involved, believe it or not. So there's blood on money. And we made us look at that. that that's why the, the love of money is all evil. Well, let's look at the root. Because it says the love of money is the root of all evil. <clears throat> Boy, I'm feeling this thing here right now, y'all. Hope y'all still rocking with me. The root. When you're dealing with a root... That's what something springs forth from. But I want to challenge you today in your belief. I want to challenge you not on the love of money. But I'm going to look at it in reverse. Not the love of money is the root of all evil. Let's look at something in reverse. Let's look at poverty. Mm hmm. Because we're here every day trying to, what, survive, and some of us are thriving because we wake up every day. It's, again, it, focus, it, it makes us focus on money and getting more of it so that we won't feel like we will be out on the streets, or that it makes us not feel that we won't have enough food to eat. So let's look at poverty, the root of all evil. And I told you now, we have come from God. Whew. What comes from God, even the fruits have more than enough seed in it. That it has an abundance of seed already in it that how can it ever run out? If you believe you've come from God and even the Bible mentions that and you are a child of God, you are that seed. You mean to tell me God put poverty? At the root of you. That it seems like because the love of money is the root of all evil, it seems as though now poverty is, in, is, is at an exalted state. That it should be reverenced. That we should just be happy to have little. That we should just be happy on what God just gives us. I've talked to many people, I've coached many people, and many people have so much desires in their heart. But what they always come to is they always say, I don't have enough money. Are you one of those person? Are you one of those people that say, I don't have the money to do it? Oh, your dreams, your dreams. You know how many dreams have died with the individual? And we always say we we, we, we should die empty. You shouldn't die with a dream on the inside of you because if you die with a dream on the inside of you, that dream may be helping somebody else out. And if you die with that dream, that other person dies too, being unfulfilled. I'm going somewhere with the root. Is the love of money the root of all evil? As the Bible says, I didn't say God said it. And neither did I say Jesus said it. Look in the Bible. Look at poverty. And tell me. At the core of who you are, I'm trying to tell you one thing and one thing only. That your seed of greatness has wealth built on the inside of you. Instead of them, um, someone teaching and sharing with you or motivating you to understand who you are to bring out that wealth. They exalt poverty like you should just be happy and content with what you have today. And we pass that on to every generation after us. And nobody's leaving behind no wealth, but a few people. That few could be millions, but I'm saying there's generations of wealth being lost in black culture and in other cultures as well. But there's a lot of people that are leaving here without even leaving a wealth of information, let alone wealth as far as abundance of wealth and finances and money and things of that nature. Even when you're dealing with real estate, you know, uh, you have a lot of people that have not even invested in life insurance because they're gonna say they can't afford it. They allow money to stop them. And poverty is not the root of all evil. I've seen where there's continents where the people are poor But those men and women that run the country are filthy rich. You go to go to the hood or you go to a a, a city where there's no wealth, but poverty. Y'all tell me that crime ain't high right now in those areas. Is that not evil? Should people just be happy and content without having nothing? In other words, there's enough wealth for everybody. Why do the few have it? The 1% have it, and the majority don't. It's a reason why, because we're not taught. We don't know. They kept a secret to themselves about the true wealth that's still locked up on the the inside of many of us to this day. I don't know about anybody else, but I'm looking to unlock all that wealth inside of me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm looking to unlock all of that. But there's a price to pay because I realize not everybody's going to tell the truth openly. But that's why they have mystery schools. You join these schools and you begin to know the truth of what's really going on. I can see why now, because even the Bible points to your seed. And casting your pearls amongst swine. why would you do that? So that's why I'm in this space of podcasting. Because you wouldn't be here if you don't want to be here. But when you're dealing with church, we've been conditioned to go to church on Sunday morning. So I extended that olive branch to people. They can come there, not like you or not, but they will take your knowledge. They will take your wisdom. They will take your resources from you because you offered it to them. Oh, yeah. You got to know how things are moving and shaking these days. So I'm here just to kind of get you to start thinking beyond what you've been taught. Sure. Sure. The love of money is the root of all evil, but just realize money is neutral. Uh huh. It's the belief. It's your belief that's causing a lot of evil. It's your belief that's causing you a lot of pain, but you have to now turn around and question your belief and know the truth for yourself. Because even the Bible is correct in saying this that the truth will set you free. And until the next time, family, I want you to think about what I'm just saying to you today. You matter. Because if you did not matter, they wouldn't go to great lengths to hide the truth about you and the world we live in. Dig deeper. And when you find the truth, you don't have to tell everybody. You just live your truth because that's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to help others that is open to know the truth of who they are and God bless those that choose not to until the next time, family and friends, you have a a great day. And if anybody wants to go deeper into themselves, I'm here for you as your coach. Have a great day. Take care. This episode
0: of aha moments with coach Ka has ended, but your journey towards building a better life continues. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next Uh Aha! Moment. Thank you Thank you for listening.